Greetings, and welcome to this podcast known as Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host for this weekly program. If you've listened before, then you know each week I prayerfully seek to help us discern current events through a biblical worldview, so we can know how God wants us to respond as His children to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. From a heart of deep compassion and, frankly, tremendous outrage, I started this podcast in July 2020. My reason was, beginning early 2020, I saw the extreme abuse of power being perpetrated through media, government, politics, science, medical, and the legal worlds. I realized the intentional lies and propaganda were intended to promote the agendas of self-appointed elite at the expense of the masses, meaning we, the people of the world, whom the globalists want to transform into their slaves. I saw the godless agenda wildly advancing and bringing great harm to people, and I simply could not remain silent. I had to find a platform to be the voice God called me to be. Not to do so would not only be my personal disobedience, but a gross neglect of truth that would allow great harm against you and those you love. If you've listened to this podcast before, then you know I am your Christian advocate. I help us all fight for truth, justice, and the American way, which in reality, is the way of freedom for all of God's people everywhere. The brave men and women who violently broke away from the bondage of tyranny from Great Britain to establish a way of living that reflects the values, rights, and freedoms God wants for all of his people were blessed by God for their efforts. America was founded by men and women who forcefully demanded a life where government could not impose upon their worship of God, specifically their faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of the one true God, the God of the Bible, both the Old and New Testament. The way of life our founding fathers established and sought to protect with our Bill of Rights and our Constitution has been and continues to be the way of life the vast majority of the world desires. Americans have the freedom to worship God, to live Christian lives demonstrating and demanding God-honoring values within a republic-style government where we the people have the responsibility and privilege to make certain our government and laws reflect our values. It's no wonder the enemy of God, Satan, and his evil followers have worked so hard to destroy America from within. The church, that is all who profess to believe in Jesus as the promised Redeemer, is the greatest opposition the enemy has. Therefore, his strategy has been to alter seven key understandings from within the church. They are, one, the foundations of our faith. Two, the character of God. Three, the existence of Satan. Four, the supremacy of the Bible. Five, the nature of truth itself. Six, the existence of heaven and hell. And seven, the historical founding of this nation. If the church, better stated the Ecclesia, in America, had remained strong in the faith, with a proper understanding of these seven foundations, while upholding Christian values and principles, the enemy of God could not have advanced to the point of destruction and despair we are experiencing today. We need to understand, in the same way a law is only as good as its enforcement, our hope is only as good as our faith. Let me repeat that. In the same way a law is only as good as its enforcement, our hope is only as good as our faith. Faith is not simply a matter of decision. It's the power of action. Faith is the power of the authority of the object of our faith, namely Jesus. We must express and demonstrate the tenets, values, and principles of our faith and work for them to be expressed in society and culture. 
we the people have the authority and the power to make our nations thrive in total compliance with God and his ways. As Christians, we have been instructed to occupy until Christ returns. Gratefully, even though we, as the church, again, the ecclesia, have failed, God is faithful and he is repositioning us now to accomplish his will. America's founding has been an example of hope for the world of people who have suffered tyrannical governments who long for the freedoms we've had. And as God has promised, and as Dutch Sheets decrees and declares, America shall be saved. It is true, our nation has experienced a tremendous fall, but God is not through with America. God has not abandoned his people worldwide. No, in this very hour, God is calling forth his committed children all around the world to join him in taking back what belongs to us through Christ to establish our nations stronger in our Christian faith than ever. Yes, there's been a lot of talk and fear about the potential of World War III because the enemy of God would like nothing more than to cause that kind of worldwide division and destruction. And with the horrendous events we're seeing people suffer in the Ukraine and in Russia and elsewhere in this world, it may appear the enemy of God has the upper hand, but the war that is truly being played out is the war of good and evil, which God has promised will not lead to World War III as people fear. No, God has already declared us victors in this war of good and evil, and God is telling his people to celebrate now. This very month of April, the same month as Passover and Easter, is the month of evil and death passing over us, the month of our deliverance from the bondages of tyrannical worldly governments, the month of our resurrection to a new life in Christ in all the nations around the world. God has already called and is now raising up people of character and devotion of Moses, Joshua, and Caleb. Despite controlled news media and the efforts by those currently in positions of leadership, these men and women are rising up with the knowledge of truth and confidence in God to take their place in his plan to fulfill their personal destiny. Will you be among them? Today's program is part one for exploring our present-day realities from the prophetic and news media perspectives with a continued focus on the world's economic outlook. Things are changing rapidly, especially this month of April, and God wants us to have the knowledge we need to prosper during what is certain to be great and terrible times. The days ahead will be more treacherous than we've experienced, and I want you to allow this podcast to help prepare you in every way to weather the storms and to come out victorious in Christ Jesus. My guest today is Prophetess Amanda Grace, who will help us explore today's topic with a challenge for you to find your place in God's plan. And be sure to listen to the entire podcast, because before I close, I'll be sharing about the celebration of my 100th episode, where you can enter to win some giveaways I have planned. Also, I have a special bonus for my listeners with a behind-the-scenes conversation I had with Amanda Grace, allowing you to hear our hearts on personal matters. The last couple of weeks, I had Alex Newman on as my guest to help us understand the Ukraine-Russia crisis which naturally led us to learn more by following the money. And what we're learning is utterly abhorrent. But with each tidbit of truth we gain, the plans of the enemy are revealed and the evil destruction he intended to befall us is in reality and with increasing momentum being turned back against him and all who are doing his bidding. Considering the agenda of the proponents of the One World Order and their plans to have much completed by the end of this year, 2022, and ultimately by 2030, I realize they must have plans for a one-world currency, 
I mean, it makes perfect sense at this point for them to not only have a plan, but to have the mechanisms in place to function with this new economy wanting to control the masses. While government-controlled mainstream media continues to want us to focus on Russia, 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 and have us believe Ukraine is the most innocent nation and Putin, the evil world dictator, the truth is very different. Additionally, there are many other crises all around the world the news is not reporting. Did you know Sri Lanka's cabinet has resigned en masse during the serious economic crisis their nation is suffering? Lebanon is suffering economic, fuel, and food crisis, while Germany signed a deal to provide Lebanon with 50 million euros in aid. The alignment of Brazil, Russia, India, and China, known as BRIC, is severely strained in these present days as President Putin is promoted by media as the aggressor against Ukraine. And there's serious unrest in Hungary, while their national leader, Viktor Orban, has publicly demonstrated sharp reversals and swift political retreats, leaving people unclear if he's loyal to Russia or the European Union. President Putin has ordered the Russian currency known as the ruble to be backed by a gold standard, which could strengthen Russia economically and move global energy trade away from the U.S. dollar. In contrast, America's fiat money, also known as the petrodollar, is being intentionally devalued with the massive printing of more and more money. The plan and efforts of the One World Order to economically destroy America, reducing our power and influence in the world, promoted by the people who have assumed leadership of this country, and a handful of greedy corporate giants, prove the so-called leaders of the United States are far too eager to comply. If you are still trusting mainstream media and government, you will receive what you fear. On the other hand, if you are among those who have been able to see that things are not as they appear, things are definitely wrong and need to be corrected, then consider yourself fully called by God to be part of his army, moving to redeem the nations. God is calling all those who already belong to him through faith in Jesus and calling those who are waking up to the realization that what they have believed to be true is not true. We have been cautioned by God not to believe what we hear or see and to count on him to reveal truth, which for many people will be overwhelming. People listen. I have sensed and the trusted prophets have proclaimed April is going to be an epic month. Prophecies are being given in rapid succession with greater specificity, and we are seeing the prophecies fulfilled in the shortest duration of time ever. We don't have to wait for our promised victory. The time for celebration is now. You know when God makes a promise, it's as good as done the moment we hear the promise. We must activate our faith today on the revelations God has given us. God provides prophecy to keep us focused on his word and not the narrative of the world, which is under the spell of the enemy. This podcast will first post on April 13th, just a few days before Passover, which is April 16th, and Easter, which is April 17th this year. I have not been specifically told by God, neither have I heard from any trusted prophet that God will definitely act on or around Passover and Easter, but we have more reason to think he will than not. God has revealed to many that he is about to perform another greater exodus for his people than we read about in the Old Testament. Here to help us consider more is my guest, Amanda Grace. Amanda is a prophetess whose published words from God have gained considerable trust as they are proven again and again to be true. She and her husband, Chris, are the founders of Ark of Grace Ministries, operating consistent with Mark 16:15, ministering to both people and animals. 
Amanda offers teachings and prophecies through video and in-person events. Here's my current interview with Amanda. I am so pleased to have Amanda Grace with us today. She definitely graces the whole world of Christendom with the prophetic gifting the Lord has given her. I, for one, have been a regular follower of hers. I love to hear what the Lord says through her, to pray into what she's saying, to discern from the Lord what he is saying. And it's my privilege to welcome you, Amanda, to this podcast. Thank you, Pamela. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. You were in Salem, Oregon recently. I was in Salem, Oregon. It was incredible. I understand it was a sold-out crowd and that if the tent had been larger, there would have been more people. And, of course, we're talking about Clay Clark's Reawaken America tour stop that was just recently in Salem, Oregon. Yes, it was It was standing room only. There were over 4,500 people there. But I have to say something about the people of Salem and Oregon. They are so hungry for the Lord and for the truth, and for the word. It's like, it's when Jesus talked about the field being ripe, the harvest being ready, and the laborers going out. This is what it was like. They are so hungry for it. And they were so grateful that we were there. It was so humbling because these people were just so incredibly grateful that we came all the way to them, like, like they had been forgotten about almost. And we were coming saying, you haven't been forgotten about. Oregon has not been forgotten. And so it was It was an incredible time. The Spirit of the Lord moved. I spoke. At one point, I went up with Dave, and, and I spoke, and then he spoke. And I kind of just let it rip from the Lord. <laughs> you know, the Spirit of the Lord did, and I kind of just let it rip. So praise God. And beautiful state. Absolutely. Oregon and Washington are both absolutely beautiful. I've never seen so many logging trucks in my life. You see logging trucks constantly going down the highway. Uh, because I guess a, a big part of logging goes on in those two states. Yes. So it was it was a fun adventure for me and Chris to go on and a mission for the Lord. So well, for those who don't know, Chris is your husband, mm-hmm. and you mentioned Dave, and of course that's Dave Scarlett, who is from His Glory. Yes. And uh, you and Dave do quite a bit together. In fact, I get to interview Dave uh, next week, I believe it is. Oh, okay, good. So we have separate ministries. So I have Arthur Grace Ministries. He has His Glory, but there are things we do where we work together. So the two ministries come together to work together to accomplish for the Lord. We also did in Salem, Oregon, after the second night, the prayer and baptisms. And it was only about 20 feet, the Volcano Stadium, which is the minor league baseball team from the tent. Mm -hmm. So people just started filing over after it was over. Praise God. We had Influence Church. Their music was there. And so they were uh, gracious enough to do that for us. And we just prayed for hours over people. That's all we did was just pray for them mm-hmm. So and baptize. So praise the Lord for that. We got to do that also. Well, this is one of the aspects of Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tours that has become a staple. And that's for you and Dave Scarlett to be there and to actually hold these baptisms after the daily events. Clearly, God is a part of this event. He is leading it. Mm-hmm. And there is more to come. Amanda, I have been interviewing several people because I don't know all the truth. And that might surprise you, but I don't know <laughs> all the truth. And I love exploring truth with those who are truth seekers. So I've had Alex Newman as one of my guests recently. And our conversation naturally went from the efforts of a one world order to the efforts of those who are proponents for a one world order to have a single currency or a one world currency. And part of what we talked about was blockchain 
and how blockchain has become a mechanism behind cryptocurrency or digital currency. I've had my concerns about blockchain ever since I first heard you say, and that we learned it was back in January, January 4th, 2021, the Lord speaking through you declared that blockchain was unholy. And I have been looking forward to having you on this program to help us understand what God means by that and what we need to understand and do in response to God's word. Okay, well, I'm going to read this in just a second. I'm just calling up words as well that have to do with cryptocurrency because they go hand in hand. Okay, so this was January Mm -hmm. 24th. No, 4th, actually, because there was one delivered uh, near the 24th. But this is January 4th, 2021. and. I'll pray before we start, and I'll just say, by the power of Jesus Christ, by the Spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth in Jesus' name. Amen. January 4th, 2021, here's the excerpt. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, the giants of social media and search engines shall quake as they are sliced up and cut up their wicked empires, as they will lose their gatekeepers who will go down with the wicked ship that was set to lead America to destruction. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day in all capitals, call them to account, open their book of records, for the time has come for their reckoning. The Amazon giant shall be struck, the head shall be struck, says the Spirit, for the unholy chain, the unholy blockchain, shall now suffer a break. As the word of the Lord has gone forth this day, the Lord has announced his intentions and they shall be carried out, says the Spirit. When God calls something unholy, we need to take note. Uh, And of course, in that word, there was also the mention of Amazon. With the events that have occurred since January 4th of 2021, up until today, how can you help us recognize the fulfillment of that word? Well, uh, Jeff Bezos did step down. So that's the start of it. That happening is the start of that with Amazon. Facebook, too. There was a few events that happened with Facebook, like 12 hours or something like that. Their entire uh, structure went down. Their entire web went down. Uh, they changed their name to Meta. Meta means dead in Hebrew. So Facebook is dead. They prophesied over themselves. Seriously, they have prophesied over themselves. Facebook is dead. Because that's what Meta means in Hebrew, which I found fascinating. Now, then he gets in to... The head shall be struck, says the spirit, for the unholy chain, the unholy blockchain shall now suffer a break. So basically, when a chain breaks, it's of no use anymore. Once the chain breaks and you don't have the connection anymore, the chain can't be utilized. So I know blockchain has to do with the technology. It has to do with, I think, voting, with the voting systems. They also use uh, some sort of blockchain technology, or there's something involved there with that. I really don't know how it works, but there's something involved there. And then you've got the world of cryptocurrency that also uses it. Now, I want to see if it's said in here, too, in the January 22nd word, because... Oh, yes. Okay, so there's a small reference here, so I'll read this to you because I think it's worth worth looking into. And then we'll go to February 7th excerpt. But January 22nd, 2021 says, And those, says the Lord, that are taking entitlements, entitlement from Iran, from China, from countries in Europe, says the Lord, 
those that are taking those entitlements, there will be a digital chain, says the Lord, to expose them. It shall be exposed, taking entitlement from those who want to blow Israel and America off the map. It will be exposed those who are in contracts with them. It will be exposed those who are being blackmailed by them. It will be exposed those who have chosen, who have chosen to do business with those in the world who hate God and hate America. I, the Lord, still have a covenant with America. I have a covenant with the eagle, and although they attempt to chain the eagle, although they attempt to oppress the eagle, although they attempt to infect the eagle, says the Spirit of the Lord this day, I speak life and life more abundant. And I, the Lord, am going to speak life, and you are going to see a resuscitation happen. It will take time, says the Lord, but you will see a resuscitation happen. You will hear the faint song of victory. You will see the faint cloud in the distance of rain, as was said, I hear an abundance of rain. As you see the faint, faint cloud in the distance, start praising me at that moment for the rain, because it rains on the just and the unjust. However, there is about to be a storm, says the Spirit of the Lord this day, upon the heads of the wicked, upon the heads of those in agreement with them, upon heads of state, upon governors, upon mayors, upon prime ministers, upon parliament, upon Congress, says the Spirit of the Lord this day. All right. That's a very compact word. There's quite a bit in there. I'm listening to you repeat the word from January 2nd, 2021. And God is telling us to celebrate in advance, even though the rain or the blessing that's off in the distance seems faint. And I think we're in that season right now. Amanda, what do you think? You know, it was, I was talking about this a little bit in Salem, where this is the season where you start to push. So when, when, when labor starts to happen and contractions start to happen, it starts to get painful. And in the midst of the pain, you have to push and you have to keep doing that. As the contractions get stronger and more painful and you start getting tired as a, as a woman, you have to push. And the last push is the hardest because you're so exhausted, you know, from what you've just been through and you have to get one more good push for it to happen. So that's kind of where we're at right now. The contractions have really begun in a way. The pressure has begun and now there's a pushing that has to happen by the remnant and the people of God in this nation through the pressure. Yeah. A lot of people are still given over to fear and are certainly taking in all the false narrative of mainstream media. And yet God has said repeatedly for us not to listen to any word except him. And if we listen to the prophecies through you and other well-respected prophets, we hear God always encouraging us to celebrate to look ahead, that the victory is near. And this is what I'd like to have my listeners understand, that we need to focus with flint focus on the Word of God and understand that as the news media reports the lies and deceptions that they do, we can read between the lines to find the truth. And just yesterday, I learned, Amanda, that the ruble, which is the currency for Russia, is now backed by a gold standard. We're seeing this digital currency potentially being turned on its head, don't you think? Yes, actually, um, February 7th, 2021, I'll read to you what the words, what the excerpt says. A major breach in digital currency shall occur, says the Lord, and that breach shall reveal a new digital enemy 
says the Lord, as one country is becoming bolder with its digital soldiers. This will become clear, says the Lord of hosts this day. So that was in February 7th. Now, really, in many ways, what Russia did is they kind of went right around. So, you know, when they decided, okay, we're going to take you out of the SWIFT system, and they went right around and now they backed their currency by gold. Now, what do you mean by SWIFT system? Help me understand that. I think it's a SWIFT system. I may not be saying this right, but kind of like the world banking system, they removed Russia from in a way. So now, but they have an issue removing Russia from that because the issue becomes Russia sells a lot of oil to a lot of the world. If they're not in that banking system, they're not taking your money. So now you have to convert your money into rubles in order then to try to buy it from Russia. And they can still deny you right now because in a way they are holding a very key and influential position in the world of commodities mm-hmm. and in the world of oil. So you, you took them out of that system, but now in order to get oil from them, they have to jump through hoops because they did that. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's backfiring on them a bit because they're watching Putin, you know, what you said, go to a go-back system. They're watching him change his currency to get around what they're doing. So in a way, they kind of look like fools. <laughs> but what? Yes, in a way, he, he kind of made them look like fools. Well, I know the One World Order, the people who are the proponents for that, which includes, unfortunately, our self-assumed leaders in America, are in cooperation, and they are printing our dollars, our fiat dollars are being printed right and left, completely devaluing our economy. And I know that's part of the plan, is to get America and Israel out of the picture in terms of being strengths on the world stage. And they thought they might accomplish that by the sanctions and whatnot that are put on Russia. But as you said, I see it backfiring as well. It was May 9th, 2021, that I had shared that there was an attack coming on cryptocurrency. There was an attack that was going to happen on cryptocurrency, a, a big one. Interestingly enough, it was on 5-14-2021 that the largest cryptocurrency crash and breach that ever occurred happened. So I wanted to share that because we were just talking about that and I was kind of looking for it in the moment here so I could share it with all of your listeners. But we'll go back to what you were saying. I just wanted to make sure to share that. So basically, our world leaders right now are sowing so much confusion into the world. They're making incredibly foolish decisions. It's like an enormous game of chess. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has allowed it to be set up where there's a trap. A brilliant chess player is going to set a trap that really looks like it's a good idea to make that move. But when they make that move, it's checkmate and it's a trap. This trap has sort of been set. Now, I will say this biblically. There is a biblical basis for the Lord using leaders that didn't really serve him to carry out his purpose. And afterwards, those leaders fell. So keep that in mind with Russia right now. The Lord has a biblical basis for using and utilizing leaders that were not of Israel to carry certain Mm. things out. And then afterwards, many of those leaders fell. 
or if those leaders continued to favor those the Lord raised up, then the Lord was gracious to those leaders in power. So this is sort of what we're watching here. And the way the Lord explained to me, because I released a word on, uh, when was it? March 25th, 2022 from the Lord. And in it, he kept talking about King Saul. And what the Lord said is that what you see going on here in these countries is a little bit of right mixed with a whole lot of wrong. But that's what Saul did. He did some right, but he mixed it with a whole lot of wrong that he wasn't supposed to do or, or, or even be taking part in. And I'm telling you, Zelensky has made very dangerous deals right now. Now, I don't watch the news. We get little excerpts sometimes. The prophecy comes to pass. Someone will send us a news expert. Like November 2019, I prophesied from the Lord, the hunter shall become the hunted. The hunter shall become the hunted. And that headline is coming back now. And it's on the news again. Fox News, I think, just may have carried that headline again because someone sent us a screenshot of it. But Zelensky has made incredibly dangerous deals right now, I think, to try to keep power. I think he walked into that trap. And you've got multiple countries right now threatening world war. Now, do I find that this is odd leading up to Passover? No. The enemy hates Passover. It is a reminder of not only that the Lord broke the superpower of the world, that his spiritual witness in high places was in power over, but it is a reflection of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. The lamb, the blood on the doorpost, uh, it's all a reflection, and it was a foreshadowing of what Jesus would do on Calvary. So between Purim and Passover, and I spoke about this because literally Putin attacked right before Purim. This happened where Putin marched into Ukraine. So this was right on schedule for this to happen according to the Jewish calendar. So then you've got between Purim and Passover. That's like a contraction time. Okay, that's where a lot of pressure builds and you see the enemy really start to stir and move and make noise. Now, I talked about between Purim and Passover this year and I had said, expect a lot of unexpected things to happen. There's going to be a lot of twists and turns in this. Some of it is not going to make sense at all. But by Passover, you're probably going to see some major falls happen in accordance to what you see happening in the world. You're probably going to see, you know, some landscapes of nations even potentially change by then. We are being led by lost people right now. We are being led by lost people. And we as believers and the remnant cannot allow ourselves to be led by lost people because they are headed right for the cliff and they can't even see the cliff. Like the blind leading the blind. Our leaders are trying to use this as one enormous distraction to take people's eyes off of, of the fact of all the hideous decisions they made are now coming full circle to literally bring them down because their platforms are built on a very corroded, wicked, muddied sort of mess. And so now all these decisions they're making are coming full circle back at them. And so they're trying once again to yell, Russia, 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 which I think is why Putin's getting so mad because he keeps getting blamed for so many things that he's not doing. You know what I mean? If you want to blame him for what he has done, please go right ahead. But he's getting blamed for a lot he's not doing as well. And so they're yelling, Russia, 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 while gas prices are going up because he stopped the Keystone Pipeline. He stopped the construction of it. While we see the, 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 what's going on with Hunter Biden and, you know, all of this suddenly coming out. While we see all of this, they're yelling Russia, Russia, Russia to try to distract. So they're in panic mode right now. They are being backed into a corner 
And when someone is backed into a corner, it's either fight or flight. And some are going to flee and some are going to try to fight. And that's going to be their downfall in Washington, D.C. I know we're seeing that. And Johnny Inlow just recently spoke of events that in April are going to be epic. That's exactly what he said. And we're going to see people fall from positions of power. Some will be removed. Some will try to resign. Some simply their life will be taken from them. We're in truly incredible times. I mean, the fact that we are alive today should be something we perk up and take notice about, that God purposed for us to be alive and on this planet today. And we should find our place in his plan instead of floundering around with what the enemy is doing. One point of clarity with Amanda's interview, she spoke of the action Russia's President Putin has taken and how the media and our government are blaming Putin for many things he is doing. For example, he's not entirely responsible for our gasoline prices and oil pricing. Amanda pointed out the closing of the Keystone Pipeline, which she wants us to understand was not the action of President Putin, but Biden. It wasn't all that clear in what she said, so I wanted to make sure I made the point here. As I explained last week, this podcast is not to be construed as providing any kind of professional advice. While we are exploring the world's economy and the impact it has on us personally, I recommend you consult with financial, legal, or other professionals to help you decide what actions you want to take for yourself. That being said, take heed to the fact that the outlook for the value of the U.S. dollar is trending downward. While there is much uncertainty in the world, there is nothing but certainty for God's people. God has revealed those of us who remain faithful and obedient to God will not be harmed. In fact, the prophets are reporting of a future transfer of wealth and a jubilee for God's people. While I personally look forward to this, my husband and I have taken precautions. Prophets have warned us that things will get worse before they get better, so it's prudent of us to do all practical things we can to be prepared. Julie Green has prophesied about a variety of natural disasters all around the world as signs of God's intervention. Amanda Grace, Johnny Inlow, Chris Reed, and others have cautioned us about times that could be frightening, except for God having forewarned and reassured us. To prepare for the days ahead, I recommend that you consult with professionals to learn what you can do to protect your personal assets. Keep an amount of cash on hand in small dollar increments. If the power grid is down, ATMs may or may not operate. If they do, all they spit out are $20 bills, and you'll want to have smaller amounts of cash to use in a crisis. Stock up on food, diapers, medical supplies, and more as you need, and do that now. Batten down your homes for whatever likely storms, earthquakes, or other natural disasters your area may suffer. Have alternative power supplies such as solar charges for cell phones and generators for home electricity. Have extra gasoline or propane on hand to use as needed. Keep your cars filled with gasoline or fully charged at all times. Have battery-powered radios, medical devices, flashlights, and more. Have candles and matches on hand. Be prepared to keep warm should your heat supply be interrupted. Extra firewood, propane, or whatever makes sense for you. Undergird everything with the confidence that you belong to God and He has promised to protect you. We are to partner with God in doing what we can to be spiritually, mentally, and physically prepared. And above all, keep your Bibles close at hand and meditate on God's Word, so when the times do get dark, you'll be counted among the faithful, obedient remnant who experience God's care and who can be a pillar of strength and courage for others.
make a point of staying informed from trusted prophetic and news sources. That includes me, certainly, and also Amanda Grace, Julie Green, Johnny Inlow, Dutch Sheets, and a whole lot of others. You'll find helpful links in the show notes. Next week, we'll hear more from Amanda Grace about the prophetic words God has given her and how they seem to be playing out in these present days, and we'll learn what we must do to be prepared in these unprecedented times. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts, and as I've said, I sincerely want to hear from you. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you plan to do as part of God's army. Also, be sure to check out my new dedicated podcast listeners page beyond the podcast. That's where you'll find the bonus portion of my interview with Amanda Grace that I mentioned earlier. The link is in the show notes. And if you've benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. For the past year and a half or so, 100% of the costs for producing these podcasts have come from my husband and my family budget. In order for me to continue to bring you the truth that mainstream media is not bringing and presenting it from a biblical worldview, I need you, my listeners, to help financially support this ministry. To thank you for financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books personally autographed for you or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about the products and services available through my ministry work. The link will be in the show notes. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout and you'll get 20% discount. And as I promised, be sure to listen to the next few weeks' podcasts to know how you can enter to celebrate with me my 100th episode. I look forward to celebrating that momentous occasion with you. I'll have several giveaways and we'll just have a good time with thanks to God for all he's done. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it also helps people know how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 